Hello and welcome to a very special episode of a marvelous podcast. Episode that's a super difficult word. Yes, I got <laughs> it right this time. Um, we are in our first Marvel property that is not the series Moon Knight, and I'm so glad that we are past. Oh, thank goodness. Moon Knight. Not I. Lo- I loved Moon Knight. I'm Moon just Knight saying. Great. Why are you? Why are you dissing it? No, I love Moon Knight. I love Moon Knight. Um. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm so excited that this is our first Marvel movie that we are reviewing. And that Marvel movie is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I am one of your hosts, Nick Johnston. I'm your second host, Noah Cecil. And as always, I'm the third host. Not that the number has anything to do with that. That's what I tell myself every time before I leave. Jonah Cecil. Feel free to introduce yourself second. How can I? We go in a circle. We always sit in the same spots. This hey, is hey, this is, this is reminiscent. And of you guys, and the audience doesn't know you guys make very intimate eye contact the entire time. Like, sometimes I feel like I can't interject because you guys are making such intimate eye contact. Have you looked into Noah's eyes? They're so sparkly. I have looked in his eyes. They're actually quite dazzling. Um, that This whole banter right now is very reminiscent of Spider-Man No Way Home, where you're like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, and you're like... Thank you. You're like, wait, how come I'm Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3, or whatever, and he's like, hey man, you're you're amazing. No, no, you're amazing. Say it, I want to hear you say it. Oh, you know what I want to hear you say, Nick? I love you, because I'm pretty sure if everybody goes back to the fourth episode of this podcast, I told Nick, I love you, and there was a really awkward silence on that episode. And I, yeah, so, on to Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> I believe you mean Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Hey, Oof. I had a very good segue from that, because speaking of Spider-Man... He still won't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you, too. spider Jonah. <laughs> Marvel. For making Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, I was gonna say, speaking of Spider-Man... The person that gave us Spider-Man 20 years ago, Sam Raimi, directed the movie that is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Initial thoughts, Jonah. Um, okay, well, I fell asleep in the movie theater <laughs> for two, exactly two minutes. I was involved with a prison ministry the night before, and we stayed up pretty late, and I didn't get home until a very horrible time at night and then we started early that morning so then we go and see this movie i was encompassed in the utter darkness and <laughs> silence that was the movie theater before this movie started and i got really really sleepy it had nothing to do with the movie it was absolutely great i 100 percent recommend it i just there was it wasn't even anything to do with the movie itself it's just the ambient surroundings I guess made me fall asleep so there's exactly two minutes of the movie I have no recollection of what happened because yeah. Nick actually turned and was like hey hey did you see the Jonah I, <laughs> I, I think I woke him up when we see Bruce Campbell because oh. I had to ex- yeah, yeah I didn't even know who that was <laughs> um, but the I will say scene. I don't know how he did it but it, like I guess the walking through town was kind of boring. Like, it was really pretty. But he had fallen asleep. As they're flying through the multiverse somehow, how much did you... Did you get to see any of that? No, not really. Oh, no. So, like... I might have missed more than two minutes. 
Uh-oh. The most exciting part where they're, like, flying through the multiverse, and they're, like, turning into paint and turning into... What? Weird... Yeah, it's you crazy. Missed, you missed a lot, actually. Like, maybe it wasn't that long, but you missed a lot. It, you fell asleep at a very bad time. That really sucks, because it's going to be a long time until I actually get to figure out what I missed. <laughs> you could go back to the I'm movie. I'm not doing that. <laughs> My sister got horribly ill when we were going to go see Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and I was like, well, we could come back and see it again, and she even agreed to, no, that would be stupid, because <laughs> it would basically be like 20 bucks, or no, at this point, like $30 to see a You've movie. you never rewatched a movie in the theaters? Dude, that was before Biden. Tell me I'm wrong. So, um... <laughs> it, the prices didn't double. Okay, back to the movie. I, I guess uh, Noah's, Noah's thoughts on the movie are the seats at the movie theater are very comfortable, and he enjoyed the movie. But I was just like, the takeaway... Noah or Jonah? Jonah. Did I say Noah? You, you said did. Noah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say the seats were very comfy, but... Not until the end. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so initial reactions. Do no, you even uh, love me anymore? Uh, I do. I always do. Okay. That thing that you do to me. Continue, brother. Continue. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. I didn't really have anything yet anyway. Uh, so the difficulty in watching these movies and then doing a podcast on them is... It's kind of weird and uncomfortable to take down notes, so we all agreed we weren't going to do it. We're a little little less prepared for this one. Uh, the biggest thing that jumped out in the whole movie, the thing I cannot get out of my head, is the uh, Scarlet Witch. The, the necromancy of the undead Doctor Strange. Uh, definitely the, I think the most memorable thing. Definitely not my favorite part of the movie. Um, just... <laughs> It's stuck up here. I can't get it out. I keep seeing that Doctor Strange. What you don't see is when he says up here, he's gesturing to his torso. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I guess that's right say. here. <laughs> right in my chest. Um, so, very, on, on the whole zombie Doctor Strange thing, very Sam Raimi. <laughs> like, th- this is the most stereotypical Stan- Sam Raimi because he did the Evil Dead movies. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So he's he's a real cult classic y he's got a whole following. And um And it was cool. Yeah, I, I he's he's famous for practical effects <clears throat> and cult classics on a low budget. So Evil Dead wise, he I think a lot of that was cosmetics. Like, they didn't use a whole lot of CG, I don't think. It looked... Uh, the Zombie Strange looked very prosthetic-y in a good way. Like, they, they used practical effects, which a lot of people just think that superhero movies are just CGI fests, and I think that there were more practical effects in this movie than some other ones in the MCU. So I did think that was really cool. Um, thought about another memorable part of the movie, the death of so many great heroes. Oh, no. I didn't... Like I didn't. Professor X. <laughs> I... So, <laughs> before we get to that part, that's that's a whole... That opens up a whole can of yeah, worms crawling over corpses of 
characters that we love. Um, <laughs> I feel like the, the only thing I think would have made that scene better... Mr. Fantastic. The only thing? The only thing I think that would have made that scene better and kind of made it worthwhile would have been if they would have allowed him to use one curse word <laughs> as, as she comes up behind him because I just want him to... <laughs> To turn around when she's like the really you creepy see witch thing. Like, and just the curse. That's your. That's how we make it for you. I. Well, the thing. For he me, was startled. Like I could. Like I would have excused him. The the one thing that would make it better for me is if he didn't die. But if you just want to hear an old man curse, then I mean we can. Just I didn't walk think anybody was going to get out of that. Skin tight, <laughs> skin tight shirt. A lot of Patrick Stewart's heading south. <laughs> Like, oh. kudos to him on still being in movies and still being this memorable character, but um, he's he's past his prime. He's still doing good, but he's definitely not at the peak of his movie-making career. Wow, we jumped so far into the movie right now. I, <laughs> because I don't remember the beginning, because I, I take my notes in order, and I don't have notes. At least you got to watch the movie. <laughs> and whose fault is that? Alright, Nick, why don't, since you actually took notes, maybe you have stuff in order if you want to... These... Okay, so... Let's talk about your points. I didn't take these during the movie. I was... I had to get what scenes that I could and write some notes down that I had while trying to remember what I was thinking during the movie. So anyway, um... The... I did not realize that Wanda... I had a, th- a feeling Wanda was going to be the main villain of the movie, but I didn't realize she was going to be the only, pretty much only villain in the movie, and I did not think that she was going to start out as the villain. I thought it was going to be, like, something happens, and then she's the villain. Well, something did happen. It's called WandaVision. That's um, true. But, yeah, no, I agree. I Never definitely was not expecting her... Or, well, you said you were expecting her as a villain. I was not. I was actually hoping, okay, Doctor Strange is one of my favorite characters. I love all the stuff he can do. And I was hoping that we were going to see Scarlet Witch and him team up in some way, because that's... That's a nearly unstoppable team, and I understand why they can't do that. And I also understand that's why they had to seemingly kill Wanda off. I mean, we, I think we're supposed to assume she's dead, but also somebody that powerful, I'm not going to assume that The Rock's won. <laughs> Generally, the rule is if you don't see a body, you, they're, it, still alive. they're still alive. Yeah. Um, Razal Ghul from Batman Begins. We definitely needed to knock her down a couple notches, though, and get rid of her for a while, because she, she is the strongest character in the MCU. You see that in the fight with Thanos in Infinity War or Endgame. Which one am I thinking of where she just messes him up? Like, uh, I mean, she rocked his world for a minute. Endgame, because she doesn't really get to do much besides push him back before uh, she blows Vision's mind. <laughs> she blowed Vision's mind. Um, And then after that, the snap happens, so there's not a whole lot of fighting there. But yeah, the it's an end game. The snack. The, the snack. I need to get my hearing the checked. Snack. Not a snack. The snack. <laughs> the snack. One snack. You don't understand. Them all. A pizza stuffed inside a turkey. The whole thing deep fried, dipped in chocolate. Um... So, the scene with the apple blossoms, I thought it was really cool that he's, like, 
wow, these smell like real apple blossoms. <laughs> and she's like, well, that's because they are, or whatever. Um, that just showed, it was a cool way to show how she's progressed power-wise because he could smell them. So it's not just visual reality that she's altering. She made, essentially, apple trees out of nowhere. Or, Or were covering dead trees and it still felt and looked and smelled like the real article. See, part of the reason I wasn't expecting her to be the villain is because in WandaVision, she's fighting off, I I forget the the other witch's name, but she fights her off because she's more evil, and I did not think she would fall into that same thing and end up a slave to the book, but it seems that happens to everybody, it's just a never-ending cycle. I'm glad it's gone. Slave to the villain. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So, yeah, I thought, I did think that I was going to see, same as you, I did think later in the movie they were going to have to team up to fight a bigger bad, whoever that might be. Um, But, yeah, it never happened, and that kind of blew my mind. Um, So her being evil from the beginning did not see coming. I thought it was going to be a a slow progression thing. Um, Her saying, you know, you get to mess with the rules, and you're a hero, I get to mess with the rule. I mess with the rules, and I'm the bad guy. Now, Grant, she's not wrong, but she is wrong in the sense of, like, his was to save the universe, hers is for selfish reasons. I mean, they're good reasons, but it's for a reason that's just for her instead of all of the universe. Um, but... I understand why she hates Doctor Strange, not just because of the hypocrisy. Doctor Strange is essentially the reason that Vision is dead, and I did not put that together until t- today. Like, the, and we didn't watch the movie today, and I, I had oh, that. He gave up the. He gave up the time stone. So it would have been somebody else that died. everybody would have died. If he hadn't done it that way. Correct. But he... Probably Vision... Well, inevitably Vision included. If that was the only way they won, Vision was going to be dead either way. But... Wouldn't, wouldn't only if half the people died if people would have just gone with Thanos' plan? Yes. So the Vision, lesser of two evils was... Vision no, would have died no matter what, is my point. Because no matter what, that stone was coming out of his head, eliminating him. It did not matter what choice Doctor Strange made. She True. was not going to be able to save him. But, because got, that was in her eyes, it was like she had already been upset that she had to kill Vision. So she was already upset that she killed him. But she had to watch it happen twice. And what do we see right before it happens the second time? Thanos uses the Time Stone, rewinds time... And she knows that he willingly gave up the stone. He didn't even put up a fight for the stone. Well, he did initially, but he literally gave him the stone. And she doesn't know... She killed Vision first. I know, but she's also corrupted by the book. She's insane. So she's got that going for her, I guess. 
I was going to say, Scarlet Witch kind of reminded me of uh, Shania Twain a little bit with that scene that we were just talking about with the whole, like, oh, he gets to do this, but you know, when I do it, it's evil. Um, it reminds me of Any Man of Mine. Do you guys know the song that I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Any Man of Mine Better Walk the Line? No, 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 no. No, no you're, that's thinking, not the one? you're thinking of... Any man of mine better be proud of me Even when I'm ugly, still gotta love me And I can be oh, late, so date, that's fine But he better be on time Double standards Oh, okay <laughs> That's where you were getting I thought, yeah. yes, okay Yeah, I was t- thinking of a totally different uh, It would not be a marvelous podcast Without one of Jonah's random singing episodes You're welcome <laughs> Thank you That's why I'm here it's um, shtick. So now this is my shtick. Zip. Ugh. Ugh. It's a zip shtick. <laughs> Anywho, that's um, a, quite a big putchki you got there. We debatable. Um. Ah. <laughs> uh, so fast forwarding ahead. Save of it. Fast forwarding. Oh. Sign uh, it. <laughs> man, there's the wedding scene with uh, Christine getting married. To some random dude. I did like um, Doctor Strange's suit up coming out of the wedding. Like, the whole, you know, magic magicking a suit on him. Um, the monster... Okay, later the CG does have some sketchy parts. We'll get to that later. But the monster with the eye... Which I is like Gigantos, Gigantor, whatever they it's called on Shaper. Mike Wazowski. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Plop. The tentacle eye thing. The tentacle eye thing that gets brutally killed. <laughs> um, the CG on that was amazing. Like, when we get the undershot and it's showing all of the suction cups and the spikes and... Um, all that stuff. I thought the CG was on point. Matched up with all the other times I've seen those things giant and up close. <laughs> um. Wow. <laughs> Lifelike. Just felt like I could reach out and touch him. <laughs> okay. Okay. I agree. It did look very, very realistic. But I don't know what I'm basing that off of because I've never... I, ju- I just I, I, I thought it looked octopus in real life. clean and more realistic. So I'm gonna say something controversial, <laughs> but really brave right now. What is the difference between the part two of Monsters Inc. that we've wanted for years in this movie? What is the difference? I don't know what the correct answer is. There really isn't on continue. Okay. Um. So uh, there was so, so many yeah. times. In this movie, so many times. We're going to jump to the Illuminati scene in a second. But how many times in this movie were you guys thinking, Tony is this a PG-13 movie? Did I have to, like, did, I don't remember them, like, I thought this was a rated R movie multiple times while I was watching it. Because of how gruesome, like, there wasn't cut scenes to cut away from gruesome things that were happening like in a normal PG-13 movie, we just... Mr. Fantastic? Oh, just all of the all of the deaths in this, including the, the monster with the eye getting plucked out, like the, the oh. eye stem was still... Well, because it's Sam Raimi. It, 
Yeah, it is. It is Sam Raimi. But I was like, at what point does something become R? Like, I don't know, man. Uh, honestly, in this day and age, it takes nudity or really, really rough language. Hey, that monster wasn't wearing a single stitch of clothing. <laughs> I would like to point out. Yes. Um. You are correct. So. Monster nudity. I. That's only PG thirteen though. <laughs> That's the sequel that you were talking about for Monsters instead of University. It was Monster. My dog is also not wearing any clothes. For shame. Yep. They make dog clothes, and you have I no know, excuse. Those, those are for shame. Um, anyway. Nudist colony for dogs. Doctor it's a dog part. Doctor, <laughs> Doctor Strange getting captured by the Illuminati. More, oh, Mordo. We'll start with him being captured by Mordo. I did see it coming that he, I did see it coming that he was going to be a good guy until he was a bad guy. So like they did the whole you think they're going to fight but I was like, "Oh, they're building it up so he's going to be a good guy." And then he whatever he he <laughs> he roofied him. He roofied him. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. yeah. He uh he roofied him and so I was like, "Oh, one of the other thing you were describing." <laughs> right. Like Kenny Chesney song, <laughs> but yeah, okay. But he's he was actually a bad guy in the Earth six one six universe. He's not doing anything evil in this one. He's doing something that goes against our hero, based on the actions of the previous one, who was evil. I absolutely so, love his Green Ranger. Dino Thunder outfit <laughs> that he was wearing. It was Moro? yeah, it was spot on. That is, it's pretty accurate too. Um, specifically Dino Thunder. So when they're in the cages in the holding facility, it, whatever. Yeah. Um, when we see Christine and she says, "I work for the Baxter Foundation," I think it was. I knew at that point that we were going to get Mr. Fantastic because the Baxter building is where the Fantastic Four's headquarters is. Like, there's there's okay. Stark Tower for, you know, Tony Stark and the Avengers, whatever, um, slash the Avengers compound. The Baxter building is Fantastic Four's thing. So yeah. as soon as that happened, I, like, gasped and looked at my wife while we were watching the movie and was like, oh, I can't believe it. He's actually in it. So I kind of like pre-nerd blew my mind before seeing Mr. Fantastic. Um, you want to know the sad part? Because me and you were sitting by each other in the movie theater. You looked at your wife and I just kind of had to look off to the side because I didn't have anybody to look at. Well, I feel a little bit better don't, ruining don't something for my wife. Don't my feelings right now. You did it enough when you didn't say I love you back. Oh. Jonah, I have feelings in a positive direction toward you. Say it. <laughs> say it. Say it. Do it. <laughs> um, so, guys. Um, Professor X. Rip. No, too soon. We, no, on the no, positive. No. Mr. Fantastic was Rip. <laughs> no. That was Play-Doh Fun Factory. Yeah. <laughs> no. 
I was so sad at the Plato Fun Factory. That's every every single one of Dad's sinus infections that he's ever gotten. That was the Black Adam guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I thought of Mister Fantastic, I thought of our our cousin that stuck her finger in the paper shredder. Ew, Jessica. Or no, it was Katrina. Katrina. Ow. First off, gross. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that yeah. was disgusting. I didn't know you could fit a finger in there, and also, I why would you I do that? I, I don't know. You know, since then, I've looked at one. I legitimately <laughs> tried to push my finger down in there. It doesn't fit. But she had little baby fingers. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you try hard enough. <laughs> so, anyway, gross. <laughs> um, Illuminati, right? No. Love to see it. Was super excited. The <laughs> Professor X that we got, first off, seeing him roll up and having the 90s X-Men theme. I'm wearing the 90s X-Men shirt right now that oh, has... Oh, hey, there's the wheelchair. Exactly. The same gold wheelchair. He's riding in Bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought when I saw it. That was the first time I'd ever seen it. Um, so, same tie. Do you guys see the blue striped tie? I have that tie. Like, this is the Professor X from the 90s show. Phenomenal. They had the theme music play very, very briefly. The... <laughs> as he's rolling up. Cool, we caught that. I was so... <laughs> I, I was so excited to see Professor X for, like, ten seconds. Um... Then, I got bored of them. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I did. I didn't enjoy that it was that same uh, trope or cliche or whatever you want to call it that always happens, where it's like you gotta let me out of here. You guys are all gonna die. No, we got this. No, really, you gotta let me out of here. We got this. Ah, don't got it. No, <laughs> did you actually do this? <laughs> no, they're putting words in my mouth. Hmm. <laughs> this seems like a good. Well, the the person, it's like he's crazy. It's <laughs> like John Wayne Gacy. Did you kill those? Did you kill those people? Did you kill all of them? Nah. Well, that sounds good to me. Let them go, boys. Um, he's a pretty upstanding citizen. What's messed up, and I, I I do not like certain motivations in movies if they don't make sense, and that was one of them. Where the the Illuminati is supposed to be the smartest people in the universe. Like, all of the smartest characters are supposed to be in the Illuminati. Um, like, now, as well, right? We got Bill Gates, we got... Yes, ours would be Elon Musk, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, um... Old Man Rick from Pawn Stars Before He Died. Don't question me on that. He was in it. Yeah, he was more of the uh, in in this instance, he was more of the black bolt of the of the group. Um, <laughs> if you want to know the price of silver, let me know. Otherwise, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Oh, oh yeah. Keep mouth shut. yeah, what mouth? Keep what mouth shut? Oh, I, that I I Hmm. Didn't know much about his character before that. Like, I'd actually never heard of Black Bolt before. Um, definitely not sure how he contributes to being in this uh, group of, you know, the smartest people if he can't talk. 
You must get really tired of writing all the time. So, <laughs> sign language. <laughs> um, so, I know that Black Bolt is in the Illuminati in the comics, so that part was accurate. He's, I want to say, leader of the Inhumans, or he is the represent representer for the Inhumans. Don't know what that is. Um, missing out. It's it's kind. They're kind of. I don't want to get this wrong and have a bunch of people. Well, we don't have a bunch of people that listen Here to us in the, the first mob. place. We will once you say something wrong. Uh, I want to say the Inhumans are like. They're just similar to the mutants. I'll just say that, and I feel like I can't be a hundred percent wrong with that statement. So anyway, um, how crazy? First off. That he that they vaporized Doctor Strange in their universe. Like we know how he contributes fighting wise. Let's say terrifying. It had the exact same vibes for me that it did when they gave Lotso and the big baby's backstory on Toy Story three. Like the really sad violin, the clown telling the story, and the window story is like. Bonnie took me home. <laughs> like, it was the exact same feel when I'm watching him just get, like, atomized or whatever by Black Adam. Black Bolt. Or Black... I, I said Black, Black Adam, Adam every DC, single time. Right? Yes, Black Adam is DC. That's the only reason I had to... I've said Black Adam every single time tonight, and I don't think I get corrected until that time. I, I'm just, I really don't think you've said his name yet. Mm, I've heard him say. It would have been like the first few minutes. Yeah, I think. I've heard him say the, the word "black Adam" at, uh, one. Uh, Let one us know in the comments who's right. <laughs> I mean, I have to listen to these kidding. in post. Um, all of these characters that were supposed to be oh so smart, not only were they being very idiotic by not at least listening to what was being presented to them, they all died in really stupid ways for being so smart. If you don't have a mouth. I wouldn't utter a sound. Well, I, I even think panicking. You know that that's been your power. You know you can't. <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. First off, like once again, was expecting a cut in hearing maybe the sound. Right, it shows like the back end of his brain, like squish, like his head turns squishy after he does that. And then he dies. Like, it doesn't... It shows us everybody's death, which was insane to me. Yeah. So, I talked about this before with you guys. This universe's Captain Marvel, apparently much weaker than the one we have, if getting crushed by a, a stone statue was enough to do her in. Because I cannot see that being enough to kill Captain Marvel... In the MCU as we've known it so far, like our uni our normal MCU universe. That's because Brie Larson has the ultimate feminist power with the shaved haircut. Well, I just like there were a lot of complaints actually about them making Captain Marvel too overpowered in the MCU and needing a way to nerf her, and then they went and did it in this other universe because that that just wouldn't have been enough. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, but I've watched her blast through the side of like a mile wide spaceship and pop out the other side. But a stone, a stone statue, a twentieth of that size falls on you and you're dead. No, I I got nothing for that one because the all of the Illuminati once again 
they were taken out crazy easily, which was supposed to just show us how powerful Scarlet Witch was. So I get that. They're taking on, like, the ultimate team of the smartest people. But, like, they didn't put up barely any fight, I guess. The only quasi-effective one would have been Professor X if he would have succeeded in letting Wanda out of her cage, right? In the mind cage. Yeah. Um, that was really sad, sad scene. And then seeing him die was crazy sad in that scene. But um, we got, we did get not only 90s Professor X, we got John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic, which the fans have been wanting for a couple of years now. He did an amazing job. I think so, and I thought his outfit looked super cool. But once again, he just he went lived. all yeah, literally short lived. Uh, I could have stretched that one out a little bit more. <laughs> or not. He well played, well played. He he died way wait. He didn't even do anything. He just went, yeah, I have a son. I, I have kids, I understand. In that line of like do you have a do you have a wife or whatever? And he's like, Yeah, I got a wife and she's like then there will be someone to watch. Yeah, you as soon as he hears you children. immediately be on guard. Like I don't but what was he gonna do to block or avoid her attack? Just get out of the way? I don't think he has like his Powers aren't a good match for hers. It's like how magic characters beat Superman in DC. Like, he like, was going to be weak against a magic-based character, because how is he going to win? So, everybody's... Like he's, he's a genius, but... So, like, Zatanna in DC would beat Superman? Yes. Yeah. Oh. And magic... That's why I always say that, that everybody loves to do superhero mashups. I used to do that... Um, I used to have a, a group where we would say, who would win this person versus this person? You see it all the time on posts on Facebook where it's like, who would win, Thor or Superman? Well, I always say Thor because magic is one of Superman's weakness. But Superman is so OP that people are like, well, he could destroy Thor from a million miles away or whatever. Yeah, okay, well, Superman's the most over overdone character of all characters is why I'm not a huge Superman fan at all. But <laughs> can destroy opponent from millions of miles away has to wear glasses. <laughs> <laughs> um so he can leap over buildings but can't pass the test of the TMP. <laughs> now Captain Marvel was the only one that really stood a chance I'm gonna say uh, Captain Carter stood no chance. I was wondering why she was on that team, minus being a cool Easter egg from What If. Yeah. Um. No offense, but this is supposed to be like she's she can be a brilliant uh, tactician, all that stuff, but not well, super genius level smart. Okay, but that is part of Captain or yeah, Captain America's superpower 
is any battle plans or strategy or anything, he can pick it up in like a millisecond, remember it forever, develop like a counterattack plan in like a second for it. He's a master strategist. Same would be true for Captain Carter. I mean, that would make sense to have that, you know, wing of the, the brain group. Because they're all smart in kind of different ways. I don't understand if this is all the brains of the group, why Captain Marvel's on there. I'm not saying that she's not smart. I'm saying that's not something she's known for. At least I can think of a superpower that Captain America slash Captain Carter has that would make her belong in that group. I can't find one for Captain but Marvel. I thought Captain Marvel was kind of a brainiac, though. Like, wasn't she, like, a super, like, smart, like, flight something or whatever in the movie? I fell asleep during that in the theater. Maybe I should shut my mouth, but... <laughs> now, to be fair, it was the first time I went to a movie theater that had reclining seats. That is a... So, that sucks so, so Superman's bad. weakness is magic... My Jonah's weakness is movie. comfy chairs at the movie theater. I don't know how to describe now, you, it. I've only seen the movie in question one time through. Do you remember anything I don't for that? For for why Captain Marvel would be on, like in that council? Uh, or maybe this universe is Captain Marvel that's more her range of power. Maybe she is more of a brain. I just know her powers are mostly based on Braun. They sh- did they mention whether or not that they were post like in a post snap world? No, like, were we they missing did. heroes? They yeah. they did because they defeated Thanos in their universe. Because remember there was the statue for Doctor Strange because they like gave him the credit for it to bury the fact that they killed him off. Yeah, we voted him off the island. <laughs> right, but <laughs> you know, I don't know if them killing Thanos <laughs> actually means that they survived. The snap, or like they they reverse the events of the snap. Does that? I do not know if they. I you know on one watch through, I do not know if they reverse the snap or if he never snapped. It's Gumhenge. <laughs> oh. Um. So, I I couldn't say. I do know that they defeated Thanos. I do not remember if. Oh no, it was pre-snap because I have proof, and it is because it shows that. On Titan, which on Titan is where um, the in, in Infinity War, the Guardians and Star Spider-Man and, and Doctor Strange all tried to get the gauntlet off of Thanos. Right. So that means that they were there for that. So this would be a pre-snap. So I think in their universe, they defeated him before the snap happened because they were on the planet Titan that they had that same battle on. Okay. So we lost Iron Man during that battle. Possibly that part because he should be. Yeah, he should definitely. Him and Spider Man in that universe. No, 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 no. That oh, it's drug addict Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That was bad. We love you. Um. So on that note, I a lot of the fans were saying, okay, if we're getting Illuminati in this movie, maybe we're gonna have Superior Iron Man, which Iron Man is a part of the Illuminati, as for obvious reasons. Um, He does, as far as we know, in this universe exist because they are being led by Ultron bots in the Illuminati facility. So I am left to assume that, one, either you're right and he died during the battle, or 
you know, something something happened to him. But a lot of people were thinking that Tom Cruise was going to be Superior Iron Man because Tom Cruise was one of the initial picks for Iron Man before Robert Downey Jr. got the part. Yeah, I remember seeing something about that. So a lot of people were bummed about that. I was bummed that we didn't get Robert Downey Jr., but of course we're not going to. Um, But they are being led by Ultron bots, which... In the MCU, he Ultron bots are made by, as we know, Tony Stark. Now, why exactly couldn't we have had Robert Downey Jr.? Because our Doctor Stranges were all the same. I'm not. Uh, no, have to be a different. I mean, of course, we're not going to because of the our real world of like Robert Downey Jr. is oh, he's, done with he's... the part. So, I'm not saying like down the road he might. Not, you know, he might be fine with popping in for a cameo, but he's gotcha. gotcha. He's done in our real world. Um, now in the comics, it was Hank Pym who invented Ultron, but I'm left to assume that because there was Ultron bots, that he succeeded in put- maybe that there never was an Ultron in their world that was evil that he probably succeeded in putting the suit of armor around the world, which is what he was trying to do. Mm. Um, so, anyway. That, the gruesome gruesome deaths, uh, it showed us all of them. I will say that scene was very reminiscent of Infinity War when Thanos got the reality stone and was fighting the Guardians, where he, like, unravels... Was it Mantis? All of the characters in the Guardians, when um, they go to the Collector and they're trying to get the Reality Stone before Thanos, Gamora's trying to stab him in the throat, and we find out that it was all fake. He goes through and he like turns one of them into a Jack in the Box, turned Drax into a pile of rocks. You know, he did all this stuff, and it the Play-Doh Fun Factory of it all with Mister Fantastic reminded me of that fight in Infinity War. The Jabberwock of Skyrim. <laughs> um, so, the ending. I was kind of hoping they were going to do something with that. Like, nobody was actually able to defeat Wanda. She just had to face the... face reality, basically. Come to terms with the fact that she... no matter how many things she finds a way to control, she can't have what she wants. I mean, that, that's a pretty common way of handling those kind of things, I guess, but... I, I Have you tried adopting? I do like that they didn't suggest that, okay, Doctor Strange is just that much stronger than all those other people who just watched die, because that would have... That says, really would have nerfed all those other characters if the point was to show just how crazy powerful Scarlet Witch is. She's supposed to be the most powerful in the MCU, or at least in the comics, right? So it, it wouldn't have been right if she won to a... Or if she lost to a lower-tier character. She really was defeated by herself. Right, and that was really the only way... I feel like the fans would have been mad if Doctor Strange or somebody else defeated her because... Yeah, because then it's like, oh, Doctor Strange is more powerful than that entire group that was the Illuminati. Right, that, than the entire Illuminati, yeah. So that was really the only way to take her out, even though I could <coughs> see it coming, even though I'm usually really good with tropes, I wasn't expecting... I didn't know how they were going to take her out, and 
one thing about this movie is that I didn't see anything coming. Like, I didn't see her being evil in the, in the beginning. I didn't see the Illuminati, entire Illuminati getting slaughtered. Didn't see that coming. Like, every single turn in this movie, it wasn't cookie-cutter like some of Marvel can be. So... I remember... I don't remember which character said it. If you guys can help me out, that's great. Somebody told her, you can't control everything. I don't remember if it was Doctor Strange, if it was Wong. Somebody was trying to tell her, you you can't control everything. You get close, maybe, but there's going to be things you can't control. And I knew that one thing she couldn't control was going to be what undid her. Isn't that true with all of us, though? Like, without yeah. getting too deep, like, that is, like, something I didn't really think about. I think we all can get like that. Right. So, as this movie is titled Multiverse of Madness, the entire time I've been waiting for this to come out, I thought that the movie was going to be Doctor Strange having to fix the fact that the multiverse is unraveling. Not even a part of the movie. Like, oh, yeah, he like, travels through it. Off and... Yeah, with Loki and all this other stuff. Like, you think that the major problem is that the multiverse exists and it's crashing into each other and all this stuff. No, they're just traveling through it. Like, the problem was Wanda, which... I mean, this came out the day before Mother's Day. It was called Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, which is an acronym for MOM... Like, oh. I, I I knew that Wanda was going to be the bad guy. I didn't think she was going to be the bad guy the whole time. Um, she was a crazy mom. She was a crazy mom. Just a per- She was just per- being a mama bear, protecting her little bear cubs hmm. by murdering a teenager, as you do. Could we, not, right? could we not have gotten a chance to see how Jean Grey would have fared as Dark Phoenix against Scarlet Witch? Like, I think that would have been an interesting way to tie everything together because that's the only other power I can think that could rival Scarlet Witch. Yeah, that is a huge, huge debate on who would win in, in, in general. So I don't have a good answer for that, but that is done in the comics. I have and they have, they have a fairly similar power set. Like, I, I think Wanda's are more extensive or there's a wider wider scope of what she's capable of but yeah Jean Grey has a lot of the same stuff they, they're they both telekinetics, telepaths they can get inside other people's heads they can you know, yeah very, force. very that's a very good matchup I think that's explode people <laughs> oh we didn't mention out of all the people's deaths we did not mention Captain Carter's death being oh the what if tie-in the what if tie-in with, okay. So I don't know if other people made this connection, but Captain Carter from What If, you know, that's our. That's how we get introduced to the concept of Captain Carter. Right. That's the whole cameo. But another subtle thing from What If is she dies in this the same way that Captain America dies in What If in the zombie episode. Yep. Of getting chopped in half by the uh, the shield. The shield. So I thought that that was a cool little thing. I don't know if they did that on purpose, but did she get chopped in half or did it just stick in her? Oh, it popped out the other side. It was stuck in a pillar. True. 
Oh, I thought it was just supposed to have like grazed her. No, it it and went. It chopped her right in half, Darth Maul style. And then it shows it stick into the concrete, which we, we they change in every single movie what the rules for Captain America's shield is. Sometimes it can stick into things. It's supposed to just bounce off of things. Um, apparently it can go through things too. That was probably just how hard she threw it. <laughs> Like, normal universe rules, yeah, it probably would just bounce, but she's going to make it stick. But vibranium's supposed to, like, it should bounce off according to the rules of the metal it's made out of. That's what we were saying, it's like... Oh yeah, no, 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 I'm not arguing with that part of it, I'm saying she's just... Throwing it harder would make it bounce harder. That's one of the properties of vibranium, though. It's tricky, because it's in a made-up thing using physics that don't exist, so we can't quantify what the rules are. Like you're saying, if you add X amount of force, there should be an, a number before infinity of you adding this much force before it goes through the tensile strength of whatever object it's hitting. So I totally get what you're saying. Right, like... But so we're using... This is like the uh, immovable object versus the uh, unstoppable, unstoppable force. force, which is done... A lot of times in like X Men, a lot of the X Men characters have um, uh, like penultimate powers like that. Right, Grand Theft Auto Five. You got the train versus the tree. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the battling piano scene. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. Um, Trans Siberian Orchestra <laughs> should have been a part of that. <laughs> That I I thought it was super cool, very campy and weird from Sam Raimi. There's a lot of little Sam Raimi fun, funny additives in this movie, but I thought that that was a a, a plus. Like I thought it was kind of cool that they were throwing oh, music. Notes. Thought it was cool that adding the one note was enough to completely overpower uh, Dark Strange. Yeah. Yeah, if, well, that's how math works. You know, if they're equally matched, oh, you just add... Oh, a lame iPhone game where the, the fish with the bigger number on it eats the smaller fish and then gets that number added to it. All of those ads that we see on Facebook that show, like, plus... You can either add one arrow or multiply it by ten, and then it gets, you know, you get down to one... Anyway, yeah. this is... Unrelated. Unrelated. Rabbit trap. Um, I liked the piano fight scene. Uh, so that's that's all I have to say about yeah, that. Uh, I I liked it. I'm not really sure what to say about. I did think it was really cool, and I definitely like how the the music was so different depending on which one of them it was. I mean, it was very clear without looking. You could tell which Doctor Strange was on the screen and about to do something at that time. Like, the, the music was very different from person to person. They had the perfect opportunity to pull in the Black Ops 1 Call of Duty Zombies loading music, and it was just not used. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the note of the dark Doctor Strange there, I definitely was not expecting our Doctor Strange to get the... Uh, third eye at the end. Now, I knew something was going to happen, especially when the, uh, like, little demon spirit things are all pawing at him and stuff and said, you know, that you gotta pay the penalty or whatever. 
but I was not expecting specifically the third eye thing. I thought he was going to get his own weird thing. I don't know which one of you guys pointed out. Well, they're the same, so they would probably have the same consequence, but... Yeah, I, just, I thought that that would go away with the when the Darkhold was destroyed, because I thought it was a penalty of the Darkhold. And I assumed your consequence was based on what you what you did, because like you're you're involving other entities in their powers or using them as your own, which kind of got to see how some of that worked on What If with him absorbing all the stuff. But I didn't think he. We don't know that he did the same thing that that Doctor Strange did with the Darkhold, so I did not think that they would, one for one, have the exact same consequence. Yeah, I I don't know how... I don't really like uh, what they're going to... I don't know what they're going to do moving forward with Doctor Strange, but I thought it's kind of silly since we've already seen evil Doctor Strange multiple times. We just had this exact same thing happen with Wanda... Like, it's, I don't know how they're going to make it new, and I also do not like seeing the characters that I love be bad guys. Like, that's just a me thing. Do we think he's a bad guy now? I mean, he got the whole third eye, like, it can't be a good thing when the only other time we've seen it is evil Doctor Strange, and it's a consequence of the Darkhold, which, as we've okay, seen... Okay, but he didn't get the bushier goatee. How do we know he's evil? <laughs> <laughs> True, the rules of Star Trek... In the episode Mirror Mirror, slash if you have, community, if you <laughs> slash community, the evil version of you either has a goatee or has a longer goatee than the original you, and it's canon. <laughs> so when I just trimmed my beard, I actually that was me getting rid of some sin in my life. Huh? <laughs> yes. Yep. You're now good, Jonah. I wish it was that. Simple. Evil Jonah is no more. Um. So, yeah, I, I don't... I thought it was kind of silly to do that whole third eye thing. I thought that that would go away with the the, the stronghold or whatever. Darkhold. Darkhold. Yeah, the Darkhold going away. I was hoping so. Doctor Strange remains my favorite MCU character, and I, I definitely don't want to see him be, like, a main villain. I mean, he might have an issue. I'm just hoping they can work it out instead of having to kill him off. Because I'm running out of characters that I still love in the MCU, and I can't have them kill off oh. more. Wanda was actually one of my favorites. Like, all-time favorites. We lost Iron Man. Now we lost Wanda. Captain America. Yeah. We, yeah, too many, too many of the good ones are gone. Um, okay, real quick vote. Who thinks... Wanda's gone for good, and who thinks that we'll see her again? I think we're going to see her again. I think we're going to see her again, but I feel like it's going to be... She's going to be partnered up with somebody else. I think she's going to come back for revenge. That may be Agatha. Do we still think she's going to be evil? Because she was trying to... Well, I guess I don't know that she was trying to fix things, but she recognized that the the Darkhold was bad, got her to do bad things, that it needed to be destroyed, so, I mean, she recognizes she did wrong. Is she going to try to fix anything, or is she going to stay evil? So, I, I also think that she is going to be 
around because white vision's still out there and it's kind of silly to have vision as a character without more Wanda. On what you're saying, um, I think that she's going to be good only because story arc-wise and writing-wise, it's kind of lazy to have the arc go from bad to good to bad to good to bad to good, which they've done since she's gotten... She was bad, then good, from Ultron, Age of Ultron, you know, to, to the next thing. Then in WandaVision, spoiler alert, um, she's bad and then turns good and then turns bad after going into the uh, dealing with the Darkhold. We are led to believe that the Darkhold is the, what like pushed her over the edge and made her crazy in this movie. And now that that's destroyed and she saw that she was being a monster logically you don't want her to be a bad guy again because you've already done that three times and what we're gonna have to watch her die off as a villain again if she's in another thing like it's, it's, it, the writing would be silly if they made her a villain again and we also haven't gotten a whole lot of her as a good guy not enough like what in Infinity War slash maybe Civil War and that's it but how do you make a villain... What villains are left that are strong enough to truly be a threat if she's on the good side? Like, they had to use her as a villain because they're running out of good, really, really OP Marvel villains. We do have King from Loki that's supposed to be huge because he's a big Avengers villain. Um, who knows? We might get Doctor Doom. We might get... A, a, a bunch of cool characters in this next I just I don't see how anybody that we just listed is a match for Wanda specifically so many of these other characters yes but her powers are so OP but they are in the comics as well um so another thing I really wanted before Professor X died cause he said um one of his lines was something to the effect of uh, just because somebody makes some mistakes doesn't mean they're too far gone. And I believe that he was alluding to, like, uh, Magneto, you know, he's got a lot of people that just because they do bad things doesn't mean that they're evil. So I really wanted in that moment for her to be, him to be like, your father, I knew your father, and he was the same way because Magneto's Scarlet Witch's dad in X-Men... Never got brought up. Um, so that was disappointing to me. They didn't have her... The universe... I don't know if they're saving it for later in the phase. Or maybe that's the big thing at the end of the phase or during Secret Wars. Coming out later. Um, I was hoping, and a lot of people were hoping in this movie, that the Fox universe was going to merge more than just seeing Professor X or... You know, we just got to see a bunch of people die. We didn't see anything added that the fans were wanting. So, that was disappointing to me. I was hoping for some kind of Magneto reference, since he was very close with Magneto. They use... Oh, the, they, they use the exact words for the, dar, the Darkhold. <laughs> the Darkhold extracts a heavy toll. And the other time that we hear that phrase is when Red Skull's talking about the Soul Stone in Infinity War and Endgame, I believe. 
he says it, you know, it extracts a heavy toll. Like, you have to, someone has to die for it to work. Hmm. Multiple people died. Um, another thing I haven't seen people talk about, about the whole Illuminati thing in general. We got a defender, We in this movie, we got a defender from the defenders, which is uh, Daredevil, um... Iron Fist, Luke Cage, all that stuff. The fans have been wanting the Netflix movies to be canon, right? We've already seen Daredevil in Spider-Man No Way Home. We saw Defender Strange, which was the evil Strange that tries to kill America Chavez in the beginning of the movie. He had the Defender outfit. Okay. So, canon, right? We got an Inhuman. There was a bunch of... uh, Marvel Inhumans was a movie and a series that Netflix did. So they were represented by Black Bolt. What if everybody, when What If came out, those that watched it, because uh, a lot of people were like, it's a cartoon, I'm not watching a cartoon. Um, people were wondering, wondering if that was canon, that got confirmed in this movie. X-Men is represented by Fox Studios that were bought, that's brought into the MCU. Fantastic Four, once again, like literally every single franchise that Marvel has bought was shown in this movie in some form or another. Mm -hmm. So that kind of like, I haven't seen a single fan be like, dude, all of the, everything is canon now. All things are canon. Even the cartoon series that they did was canon. So I was just tossing that out there. Um, you got any? Nope, I'm tapped out. You're okay. I ain't got nothing. <laughs> I mean, I got a couple other things, but I don't want to just be the only one talking. So, uh, you're good. I'll just riff with you on whatever you got. Um. So Sam Raimi's stuff is kind of goofy, even in his zombie movies. They're it, it's, it's called being campy, and we've seen that in some of the Spider-Man movies, like Spider-Man 3 with the dance scene that's... Or uh, emo Spider-Man. There's a lot of funny for Doctor Strange. And, like, even the... the We got some funny mov- uh, moments with the zombie Strange, but we also got... Like, the demons were kind of silly in a way. Like, they weren't all evil. They had a weird voice, and they talked... Oh, like Haunted Mansion. Yeah, it was so... It was kind of cheesy, but at the same time, kind of, you know, funny, and it was Sam Raimi putting his mark on the show. They also um, attack you for messing with the multiverse or whatever. Like, I didn't... they Did they mention something about, like, them being angry that the multiverse was getting messed with? They were upset that he was messing, like, that he possessed a dead body. So he was breaking certain rules that you're not supposed to do in reality. Yeah. So, kind of... Forbidden magic. Right. So, demon ghost things that were mad about you breaking certain rules that tamper with things that you're not supposed to tamper with, right? Same kind of thing happens in Flash when Flash tampers with reality by time-traveling... Ghost, demon, spirit things 
like chase after him and are like, you messed with reality, you're not supposed to do these things. And I thought that that was... I haven't seen that far into Flash. And I'm not even saying I know if it's far into it. I, I'm not sure. I was watching it. I'll go back to watching it. We've been a little busy in the watching department. <laughs> Makes sense. And then, yeah, the only other thing I have is uh, Christine at the end saying she wishes she could see Doctor Strange's universe. and she's But she's like, yeah, I gotta stay here. And all I, I, all I could think of was like, to clean up all this blood because all of my bosses are splattered all over the room <laughs> and I got I'm, I'm busy. I gotta stay here because I gotta find a mop and... Magnet for all the dead robot chunks. <laughs> and I gotta find another job. Like my, my docket's full now that all my bosses are dead. So... Yeah, because she didn't really have a good excuse of why she stay because she, now, now she's got a fresh start, you know. Um, are we supposed to see more of America Chavez, and was I supposed to know who that was? Was this somebody that was frequently in the comics? Um... I've heard the name before watching this, but I don't... I had no mental picture, no idea what her powers were. She is a newer edition, but she is from the comics. Same with, uh, Miss Marvel that's coming out next in a month. Uh, a newer edition, but not not an OG character at all. She just does what she does in the movie, punches star-shaped, which is kind of silly, but punches star-shaped holes in the multiverse and can travel around. So we barely talked about her, but honestly, she wasn't... Minus having that one plot point, like, <laughs> she, she, she wasn't... I mean, saving her is kind of the, the whole mission of the movie... It's not just that she, like, you know, aids in overthrowing Wanda or whatever, or in Wanda overthrowing herself. The whole movie was about saving her. That's not, like, the takeaway that we all had, apparently, but... Yeah. She was I mean, the, she without was the Daphne of the movie. Without her, there's no movie. What's Wanda after? True. I guess, yeah. And she is ultimately the one that took Wanda out. Even Wanda took herself out. But, like, they would have lost against her had... Oh, they were losing, for sure. For sure. Like, they already pretty much pretty much lost until America Chavez, like, showed her kids that she had become a monster. Which, her weakness we've known the whole time has been the kids, so... For sure. Um, I think Sam Raimi did a good job. I... The, I let myself down from getting my hopes too high about, like, oh, are we going to see Wolverine? Are we going to see, you know, Deadpool? Whatever. Um, so there was that's too much that we wanted to see for them to fit it all in one movie and it still be good. Right. And they might have taken some of that out in post-productions and were like, oh, no, we're going to save this little nugget for later. So we don't, we don't know. Deleted scenes. Wait till the DVD comes out. Oh. So, yeah, I'm... I... I got nothing else. Yeah, I'm tapped out. Okay. Yeah, I think I think Sam Raimi did a really good job. Very oh, dark. Oh, for sure. Very, very... Yeah, I won't argue with that. It was a good movie. 
fun. It, it lived up to my expectations. This is one of the few that I was actually like excited for slash anticipating. I think it was well done. I don't have any real complaints about the movie. Like I, I could see why there was stuff that you were hoping for you didn't see, but no, no complaints as far as what they did give us. And I think they've got a lot that they can play off of to make more movies. Yeah, yeah, and that was that's a me flaw. So that's I'm not even using that to taint my uh, opinion of the movie. So we. You have been listening to a marvelous podcast. We have been talking. <laughs> yes. And you have been listening. Hopefully, unless they you, you fell asleep because... Like Jonah in the theater. If you had a comfy seat, I understand. Um, if it reclined, you have every excuse. Yeah, I mean, listening to <clears throat> me ramble like a nerd would put me to sleep, too. Well, thank you for listening. Don't forget to Hulk smash that subscribe button. And please uh, email... There, I'm sure we missed a thousand things in this. It's just there's not enough time in the day. And we don't want to make a two-hour episode. We got to go to bed. I got to get my daughter to bed. Um, so if there's anything, references we missed, uh, things you just want to talk about, email us at marvelus.cast at gmail.com. And we will see you in our next episode of A Marvelous Podcast. Bye. 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 Ciao, darlings. Ciao. Bye, Bishbather.